Riley, I'm in mourning today, both with the U and without the U. Um, yes, it is. It is quite early. Yes, yes it is very we early. are having to record this quite early because I'm in uh, I'm in Heidelberg, uh, covering the the biggest Age of Empires tournament in history. Uh, it's been great fun. Well, I'm sure we'll talk about that uh, probably next week because the story that I've got this week is just is, it's too good to miss. You, but, uh, you teased result, it to me. You were like, Dennis, you're not ready for the story. Shift like, the recording time to times that really it should, I think, be illegal to be awake. You're cutting out a lot. Okay. It's really I seem hard. To have lost Dennis. A perfect time for it to have cut out here. I'm hearing very, very little of what yes, you're saying. Good. Dennis has gone. All right. Um, Hello. Okay, can't hear you. It's not. No, I'm not. I haven't been talking. Okay. Oh. Okay. Here he is. I He's stopped back. talking. I, I, stop, I stopped talking because I'm. You're going. My- yeah, I'm here in Heidelberg. It's a lot of fun. Uh, okay. Is it is it better now? Is it be- is it fixed? It's hard to say. Say, say something more than a couple of words. Say a full sentence here. Riley Knight saying a full sentence, checking if the internet is actually still working now. That was okay. But, but for, up until now, up until that, it's been like, it'll only do a short packet, you know? <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that, it, I guess it came at a good time because we can Right, just... to start, yeah. Well, this is more Patreon yeah. content, oh, yeah. except it's weird because you're recording your audio locally. I'll just look like an asshole. <laughs> we'll just be talking over each other, yeah. Mm. For a while. Because I just kept talking because I assumed that you had... Anyway, hopefully my internet won't completely crap out. If it does, I'll just hot, hotspot myself with my phone. All right. Um, hotel internet, huh? Not even once. All right, go ahead. Riley, I'm in mourning today, both with and without a U. Um, Man, I'm so sorry. And, and I know part of that is my fault. I forced you to get up early because I'm hosting this uh, Red Bull Wallalow Legacy mm-hmm. event, the biggest Age of Empires tournament ever held. And that means that, you know, we've push their recording time to the ungodly hours of the early morning because it's the only time I can I can make it because of the, the gig. That's all right though. Um, we um, we have uh, so we we do some shorter Patreon content this week as a result. We do the patrons do get an entire secret episode though, Riley. Uh, last week, I, I'd like to I'd like to apologize for the absolutely cooked audio from the last two weeks. But if you think that was cooked, I tell you mm. what, it was deep fried the third episode that we recorded while we were in uh, in Germany because we recorded it by a river and that did not work out so well for us. <laughs> it is insanely loud, the river. And at the time we yeah, were like, it's... oh, these are lav mics. It'll be, pretty, it'll be fine. It was not fine. Yep. Even no, I doesn't really care about audio fidelity nearly as much as Riley does. Dennis Stranek was like, okay, yeah, we can't post that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Dennis Lucy Goosey Stranjack was like, no, no, this is untenable. Uh, so it's there for the patrons, patreon.com slash history. Lots of uncut, uncut episodes there. Um, obviously, get across that. And if you've got, Have a, listen to this, by the way. If you've got spare, spare change afterwards, then maybe think about that. Not, not as important. I only get half of that money, so not as important. There's a, there's a secret episode. Uh, anyway, the Dennis, only way to hear it is at patreon.com slash listen to this. What, what's going on? Why are you in morning, mate? My favorite burger restaurant, Riley, that I took you to and then yesterday. They're closing down. Don't say this. Boxburg. Uh, it's that, okay. I was going to say, I couldn't remember the name of it, but it's that one in Bray. Yeah, right? Boxburg. It's where Nikki and I got engaged. Yeah, man. That carefully planned and staged uh-huh, engagement uh-huh. that you had with your, with your fiance that was, <laughs> went off without a hitch and was a total success. Well, it was objectively a success. Results-oriented thinking, we're married. It's a success. But um, yeah, yeah, it could have had some asked, parts she of said yes. letter. Uh, Dennis did. I'm not going to say you fumbled the bag because obviously you 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 got the bag, 
But give um, me that wife. <laughs> give me that crap. Let's think, go. I don't. I don't think the bag was ever in doubt. But certainly the way that you got the bag was. Yeah, there was some. There was some. Uh, look, in fairness to you, it was the middle of COVID, right? Yeah. Because <clears throat> you were planning to like fly to Antarctica and take a helicopter to the South Pole and propose there. It didn't quite work out, but you know, Boxberg is just as good. That's that's not exactly it, but that's kind of yeah. I, I, I fumbled the I, I fumbled the style points pretty hard a couple in a couple of ways, but we stuck the landing, and that's all that matters. But Riley, no, Boxberger is closing down with very short notice. I think it's on like November second or something. Run out of boxes. Run out of no boxes. boxes. No boxes well, with the burgers in. They're just dropping them on the floor. They're like, oh no, this isn't going to last. <laughs> well, our whole our whole business model relies on there being enough boxes for our burgers. Now there's no boxes, so we may as well give up on the burgers as well. Well, it's one of those puzzling things where every time I've gone there or ordered from there, it's been very, very busy. Mm-hmm. So I have to imagine, because that whole block is owned, it's a block of restaurants and they're all owned by the same family. So I have to imagine they're either, you know, expanding one of the other ones or turning into something else I think will be more lucrative. Okay, I get it. But I don't know, dude, that was a really f- important part. Not important part, obviously, like an emotional standpoint, but something Nikki and I used to go there all the time when we first started dating and it's going to be gone. And I think it's actually a really, really good burger place. Um, and I don't know why. So we're going to try and go, you know, this weekend, you know, to send the old girl off one, one more time before. It's- oh, yeah. I thought you were going to say you're going to go this weekend to buy a thousand burgers and try to prop them up. <laughs> no, I think the ship <laughs> might have already sailed on that a little one. longer. I already signed the papers. Well, I'm sorry to hear it, mate. It's always hard to lose something that you're a big fan of. And, uh, you know, even if it's just a burger restaurant, that's going to leave a, a burger-shaped hole, a box-shaped hole in your it's life. It's going to leave a burger-shaped box in my heart. Yeah. So I want to ask, are there any restaurants or local establishments that you remember when you were a kid? For example, because you went back to your the way you grew up recently enough, and you're like, oh, God, that place is gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This <clears> happened <throat> to me on Upper Heidelberg Road, funnily enough. So I, I grew up uh, near a suburb called Heidelberg. I'm now in the original Heidelberg I didn't Heidelberg know that. That's weird. in Germany. It is. It's strange. Yeah, I've uh, I've had some some very key life moments in places called Heidelberg. Not always the same place. Um, and on on Upper Heidelberg Road, I went back there uh, earlier this year, and yeah, it's unrecognisable. The library gone, right? The library, like I the the hours and hours I spent at because we didn't have like a computer with internet mm. at home, right? So I would go to the library to like I don't know play Neopets, that sort of thing, right? And it's gone. It's just gone. They've, there's a completely new uh, local government centre which does have a library in it, but it's not the library that I once knew, Dennis. Brief aside, Riley, I was in town the other day. Um, mm. We were at... Nikki and I went to go see... They did this thing called the Silver Scream here, which is where the Lighthouse Cinema, which is a sort of art house or cinema in town, um, aired a bunch of like 1930s horror movies. Oh, yes. Terrifying. Those are, oh, no. It's, they're, they're awful. It's insane. It's insane how bad they are. Like, we went and saw, like, the original, like, Bela Lugosi Dracula. That movie is borderline unwatchable. Uh, is that the one with the... with? Oh, no, that's Nosferatu. The one with, like, the the, the, go, the bloke who looks like a goblin? Yeah, that's Nosferatu. Um, Bela Lugosi's yeah. one... Bela Lugosi is where you get all the stuff that you think about vampires, including the fact that they talk like these. That's, Bela, that's just what Bela Lugosi yeah. sounds like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but we watched this. So, for, yeah, quick note. Um, old horror movies, 10 out of 10. You know why? This movie's 71 minutes long. Oh, brisk. I Brisk, dude. And we watched, we, we yeah. saw that we saw, we saw Dracula and the Wolfman. The Wolfman holds up pretty okay, to be totally honest with you. And you're watching it and you get to it and I'm like, having watched it, I was like, there is no excuse that every Marvel movie and every movie really now is like two hours 25. Stop it. 
Yep. Cut it out. Yep. I, Res- respect the classics. 71 minutes. In and out. The reason this spurred me on, though, is because we got the bus home afterwards. We went to the bus stop. And there were three statues there that are a temporary art installation. That yep. The statues are maybe... They're big. They're like... I'd say 10 or 11 feet tall. Do you know what they're statues of, Riley? Uh, if you tell me it's going to be bloody Nosferatu the Wolfman, I'm not going to know what to believe. No. Worse. Neopets. What? Yep. In Dublin right now, there's a temporary art installation of three giant, just Neopets in the middle of the city. A memorial to all the Neopets that have spent the last, last 20 years starving because we stopped yeah, carving. Yeah, desperately the waiting great- for their owners to come back and feed them, yeah. <laughs> and, and and carve chunks off the great omelette in order to, to, uh, to, to feed them again. Um, the other thing on uh, on up Hardenberg Road, Dennis, can you? <laughs> I'll let you guess, and it'll probably be the first thing that you guess. There was a business that I used to frequent as a as a youngster, right? As a as a teenager, there was a business that I used to go to every Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, that is no longer there, and this is not isolated to Upper Hardenberg Road in Melbourne, Victoria, Australia. This, I think, is worldwide. There was a, a business Harvey that Norman. I imagine you probably. No, no, Harvey Norman's still going strong. <laughs> Weirdly, Harvey Norman has. Go, Harvey, go. Uh, so Harvey. Harvey Norman is a, a furniture and white goods uh, department chain that has offices or outlets in Australia, because it's an Australian company, Ireland, which is very weird that nowhere else, just Ireland, and Croatia, the country of your birth. Yes. So you got, I think we talked about this before on the podcast, but you got off the plane the first time you came to Ireland to visit me. And you're mm. like, oh, let's get some food. Because you arrived at like midnight or whatever. And I was like, oh, yeah, there's, this, there's this KFC drive through in the business park that's 24 hour, whatever. Let's perfect, go there. Perfect, perfect, perfect. And you perfect. get out and you turn around and looming, because it's a business park of all these just sort of big box stores, like there's an Ikea and stuff like that. And yep. looming over you is this Harvey Norman. And I saw you have, because you're a pretty well-traveled <laughs> guy, certainly one more well-traveled than the yeah. average person. You had like a little panic attack. You're like, no, 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 no. Yeah. What? Why? What? Why? Why well, is this here? <laughs> the first thing I thought was like, is it true? Do do we live on the flat earth and the pilots are all in on it and they just fly in circles and then I've just landed and now there's this actor, Dennis, who's like... <laughs> yeah, you got Truman Show. It's simulation, 100%. Exactly. No, but can you guess the business? What what like what business was huge, Dennis, on us for us on the high street when we were when we were like teenagers and now just doesn't exist. I mean, I feel like that, you're leaving the witness and having it be a that, card game store, but maybe not. Is it a is it no. a is it a, is it like a golden discs? Is it a music shop? Uh, you're close. It was Blockbuster, Blockbuster. man. Yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. Blockbuster. Have you seen what Netflix are doing? What are they doing? There's a new show about the last, a new comedy show about the last ever Blockbuster. Is it still going? Surely not. Uh, there was one that was going for a really long time. I don't know that it still is, but this is a sitcom. Netflix is making a joke about the wow. last of yeah. an industry it killed. <laughs> Pissing on its grave, yeah? Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huge we didn't have Netflix Blockbusters. Now. We had two. Our main, the main Irish equivalent chain was Extravision, which is fine. Extravision. Yeah. No e. Not just regular vision. You get Extravision. Yeah. How many e's do you think are in the Extravision logo? Because let me tell you, it's none. <laughs> it's zero. <laughs> it's just Extravision. Yeah. Right. Okay. We had we had Blockbuster, and then the more I think about this, the weirder I think the name is Video Easy. Now that is very strange. Gonna, not easy. Not easy gonna, video. No, if you think it's going to be easy to get, if you think it's going to, you're going to have a hard time getting a video, you're wrong. It's not going to be difficult for you at all. At Video Easy, Dennis, I mean, it wasn't a particularly difficult process at any point. I don't know that why that was the uh, the the, way the they aspect chose to of name the process it, yeah. that they tried to uh, advertise. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry about your loss of a, of, um, a, a box burger. Has Bray changed enormously since you were a kid? 
Yeah, I mean, first of all, there wasn't a box burger there when I was when I was younger, much younger. <clears throat> That's more in the last ten years. But um, it's changing a lot. They're building a ton of new houses, a ton of new apartments. Everybody's grumbling about how well there's only one road really in and out, and it's not going to possibly sustain all these cars. And that, in their defense, that is probably true. But um, they've been building this giant shopping center there for a long time, mm. which I think is nearly finished. Um, which has one of those fancy cinemas you and I went to in it. One of those fancy cinemas that you and I went to? Yeah, remember the one we saw Star Wars? Me, you, Megan, and Nikki? So they're building an old 1920s-style art, art deco theatre? Yes. <laughs> hmm. Well, it'll just I, it'll just reek of authenticity. Yeah, sure. the one we went to is actually authentic and refitted to be a movie theatre. Like, it's funny. If you look, if you go to it, there is, it's very clearly a stage that has just yeah. a theatre screen hanging in front of it. Yeah, it's an old, like... Um, it's almost like a ballroom, the field of it. But yeah, it's got like a stage that would have probably had like live music performances or whatever. I'll tell you what, if you call me and, and say that that one's going, I mean, then your heart will be shattered into a million pieces. You love that. I place. love the Stella, dude. Uh, it's really, it's great. Would recommend. But yeah, I'm trying to so see. Yeah, it's weird going back to places you visited as a kid. And there's two parts. One is like, oh my God, all these things I have fond memories of are gone. And you know, now I'm in a position mm-hmm. where I'm actually, usually usually that kind of happens without you noticing. It's one of those like your yeah. parents pick you up for the last time and never pick you up again without knowing kind of things. Um, yep. Whereas now I saw a Facebook post that was like, "Hey, we're shutting down." I was like, "Oh God, I'm here! For, I'm here watching the Titanic go down over, over the horizon." But um, the other thing then is, as new things pop up, it's weird to me to think that's someone else's box burger, that's someone else's blockbuster, that's someone else's library they want to play Neopets in. Well, I mean, I guess that's uh, well. Unless your favorite shop is that, you know, the furniture stores that are always closing down, always going out of business. But some, this is what Boxburger need to do. They need to go to one of those places that is like having, it has had a closing down sale for the last 15 years. Because I've seen plenty of them. Do you have them in Ireland? Oh, yeah. Perpetual closing down sales. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clo- they've been closing down for 15 years. Boxburger needs to get some business tips off of them. There is one shop on the Bray Main Street that is clearly mm-hmm. a money laundering front. Oh, yes, because yes, of yes. how frequently it changes and how frequently nonsense it is. So <laughs> it <clears throat> it So have you, have you heard of those American candy stores they have in the, in the UK that are money laundering fronts? I didn't really I mean I know there I've I've seen American candy stores you can go there and you can buy like fancy overseas lollies and stuff that you wouldn't otherwise be able to get in like we got them in Australia, right? It's where Megan will sometimes go to buy a can of Iron Brew. Yeah. They are they're money, money laundering they're money laundering fronts. Is that why everything's so expensive in there? Because they actually don't want people to buy things. They don't care if people are actually buying things. That's exactly right. Yeah. You're joking me. Yeah. Dennis, you're about to blow this thing whole blow this thing wide open. Tell us about it. What? Yeah, so you open a store that, you know, doesn't necessarily have a lot of customers, but has plaus it's plausible that they could be selling things, right? And yeah, then you just cook yeah. the books in the back and use it to launder money for from that you've acquired through whatever nefarious purpose. Right, so you just say, yeah, yeah, we sold this many... 11 euro Reese's cups, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've sold this many LaCroix sparkling waters. Who buys LaCroix like that? Anyway, um, this place in Bray, in recent memory, Riley, was a coffee shop. Pretty normal. Okay, now there's already quite a lot of other coffee shops around it, but okay, it's fine. It's a coffee Mm -hmm, shop. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Then it was a sweet kebab place. Okay, we're going to have to unpack that one a little bit. Sweet kebab, as in, are you sure this is a money laundering place or just a very very enterprising young uh, restaurateur who was like, you know what the world doesn't have? 
everyone's had a savory kebab. We know Mm -hmm. and love savory kebabs. It's time for me Mm -hmm. to disrupt the kebab space and start releasing sugared kebabs. So there's two kinds of kebabs. The ones that come in the sort of like almost the pita bread type one, and then there's ones that come in like Mm -hmm. a tortilla wrap, right? Broadly speaking, the same food method of delivery slightly altered, but yes. Yeah, these are the latter, except where you would normally have like meat and salads and sauce, you would have jellies and chocolate and ice cream and the wrap wouldn't be a wrap it would be a pancake okay so it's a pancake shop i'm telling you the the sign said sweet kebab (laughs) it's a creperie is what it is yes it is it is basic it said our i think the sign actually said ireland's first sweet kebab shop and i was like these are crepes Yeah, these are just crepes, mate. You have you have reinvented a you've reinvented something very close to the wheel in that it is circular. Mm-hmm. But who's okay? Well, I'm, I'm at least I'm glad it's that, and it's not like you know you get your lettuce, your onion, your tomato, you get your kebab meat, and then the guy's like um, maple syrup on that, or yeah, no, no, it's it's sweet, it's sweet, it's it's top down design sweetness. So <laughs> that failed. Uh, was replaced by a bubble tea no. place. Um, again, not very long lasting. Was then mm-hmm. replaced by a bubble waffle place, where I think they wanted to combine the sign from the bubble tea place, but all of the equipment and food from the sweet kebab place. Yeah, all, they had all the stuff just gathering, yeah. just, just mothballed in the back, and they're like, "We can, we can, we can make this work. We can thread this needle." Because again, it was all the same things, but with just a bubble waffle instead of a, a crepe. And now I think it is yep. back to being a coffee shop. I, I haven't, seen, I haven't seen anything survive there longer than three or four months. But surely that. I mean, how inept are these money launderers? I think they're, the I think, whole I think idea. they're double dipping. I think they might be making a bunch of money and then bam, declaring bankruptcy. Oh, my goodness. And and we know if it burns down, then they're also getting on, on the insurance fraud as well. Exactly, exactly. Um, they're so, torching the place. So, yeah, ordinarily I would say, God, these places that, um, you know, I remember walking down this main street as a kid and now slowly bit by bit and then it feels like all at once – Things have changed and, you know, the places I used to frequent like Boxburg and stuff are gone and the unstoppable tide of time makes fools of us all. But no, Bray mostly has been a blink and you'll miss it. Oh, my God, what happened to that place type of thing? <laughs> Even Well, the, the, the thing that I want to turn to now, Dennis, is to ask you what's next. What's next for you and Nikki? I'm sure that you've, you've lined up the sort of, you know, we've got a, we've got a, a line of succession for Boxburger. Mm-hmm. Can I suggest not making it the money laundering cafe because, you know, I don't want you to get too attached to something only to have it snatched away from you next week. I understand. But, uh, who, I need to... Who, who's the heir? Who's poised to take over? Who's going to be your King Charles III of Boxburger? <laughs> I need to convince Nikki to pin our wagon to the most stable, um, ineffable um, yeah. sort of industry tycoon in all of Bray, which has to be Peter's Pizza and Monica's Romanian Grill, Riley. That's okay. where the Peter's future pizza. of the town lies. <laughs> that's, that's where the future of your relation... You should have proposed to her there, man. You should have. You could have got Peter in on it. You could have filmed it. There is a spicy style. pizza challenge at Peter's Pizza now, by the way. Okay, is this a new... It's a new thing. Uh, it's like new addition? dump a bunch yeah. of chilies on a pizza... I think he sets it on fire for the theatrics when you while you eat it in the place. Then you have to wear gloves, and the whole thing's free if you can finish it. No water. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. I mean, we've talked about eating challenges. Obviously, they're rigged from the start. So, so Peter's Pizza, a uh, a contender. What are some other options that you, you two are looking at? Uh, I do like Peter. I mean, it's really hard to compete with Peter's Pizza. Um, we've gone. <laughs> there's the place. We, there's the wing place not far from here. Where every time we've done hot ones, which I did again very recently, by the way, Riley. Mm-hmm. How'd that go for you? Uh, the same. It's one of those things where you do it, 
for those of you who don't know, it's like a hot sauce eating challenge where you order these like 12 10 progressively hot sauces offline. You've probably seen the YouTube videos. You can buy that box of sauces and we did it again. Some of those things where you do it, it's a painful experience and you, and you end it and you're like, why would I? Why did I do that? That was such a stupid thing I did. Yeah, and then, I I chose this. Yeah, I chose this path. It's I, I, the first time that I got because usually you're supposed to get kind of like euphoric. I finished the tenth wing and I was like, I'm so sad because I'm in quite a lot of pain and I know there is nothing I can do to stop it. I just have to wait forty five minutes or whatever. Yeah, wait for the inexorable march of time to come for that as well. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then it does this thing, and I don't know if this is a stupid monkey brain thing but mm. six months go by and you're like well, that was pretty fun maybe i could do it again <laughs> yeah yeah hot sauce has a way it gets in there man apparently it's it's it it, it, it sort of acts on your brain similar to how drugs do right mm-hmm. like capsicum ad- or whatever way, yeah. it is in an addictive way and you get a taste for it and it's not you're there sweating crying like in you know all sorts of pain and your brain's like yeah more 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 um more back, of the back, sauce, back. hotter sauce yeah let's go yeah, so, I mean, we've come full circle. We took a little bit of a weird route to get to it, but I think I'm excited for the incredibly spicy hot wing sweet kebab place that's going to open in Boxburger instead. That'd be sick, yeah. Sweet kebab with hot sauce. Love it. Let's go. Um, Dennis, I want to tell you. And I'm excited to hear about this. Well, this is the thing. For people listening to this podcast long term, they're going to be like, ah, here he goes. He's washed up. He doesn't have any new content. Because, Dennis, if we go all the way back to, I think it was like, what was it, episode seven or something? I can't remember mm-hmm. which one it was. Um, it was it was a long time. No, no, no. Episode five, dude. Wow. When, when I told you about the weirdest haircut I've ever had, Dennis, I have some news. That haircut that I had in episode five is no longer the weirdest haircut that I've ever had. Well, can I tell the listeners what you told me about this? Because it's 10, I went and looked, it's 10 days ago since you were like, I have, boy, do I have a story to tell you in the podcast, right? Yes, yes, And yes. you said, remember that weird haircut I got back in Melbourne? It was nothing compared to the haircut I got on the way home from seeing you off. My hair looks fine, luckily, but I've never had a haircut that involved literal fire before. Yep. I need I oh, need yeah. infinite context. Signaling the context squad, please. Yes, let's go. So, um, we finished up our time in Garmisch Partenkirchen. I would say, I mean, I had a great time. Mm-hmm. I had a great time too. That's what. Thank you very much. I was waiting for that. Uh, <laughs> I had a great time. I know. <laughs> I had a great time. Good for you, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was good. You said it exceeded your expectations, which I did. It was great. It doesn't tell me how much you enjoyed it because your expectations could have just been rock bottom. But no, we had a good time. Had some, had some, had a lovely walks through the forest, through the mountains, through the gorges. We had some food that definitely was uh, edible and yeah, had the food's fine. It's just very limited nutrients. Yeah, German food is not great. I don't know about nutrients. I had a lot of schnitzel. But I was, I was sad when I took you to the bus stop, saw you off, got you on the train off to Munich or the bus, I should say, because the stupid trains were down. Anyway, bus off to Munich. And I was like, all right, well, I'm going to just go and spend one last afternoon up on the up on the mountainside. Ah, but I do have that show next week, right? As I say, in Heidelberg, covering this Age of Empires tournament. I've got to look my best, Dennis. Mm. And there had been this barber that I'd noticed on the way back from the train station and that kind of looked like cool. You know what I mean? It had like fancy leather seats. The guys cutting the hair had like cool haircuts. You know the sketch from Auntie Donna, the cool I was thinking sketch? just that, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was it was that kind of vibe, right? I didn't know if they were going to go and like you know bite a beer bottle to cut my hair with or whatever, but definitely what actually happened sort of was was cut from the same cloth. So I go in, like my German's fine, it's not great, it's okay, 
So getting a haircut is always a bit of an ordeal because you never, you can't really express nuanced ideas, right? Exactly, right. So windows is very basic, just like you know, very short on the back and sides. Don't really touch the top. So the guy he gets underway, very relaxed style. Like if he had chopped off, if he'd snipped off a piece of my ear, I think I think he would have just added it to the pile that he'd already done that today because his his scissor work was. Um, uh, it well, look, maybe it was just for show, but it seemed a very little, limp wrist, lackadaisical. It was he was he was a relaxed. He had a very relaxed style with the old with the choppers there. But no, no, he does. You know, he, he gives me a chop, and it's not what I wanted the haircut because it's it's styled in a slightly different way to the way you normally know, have a little part and it's shaved in a certain way that I like. But he did it in a different way, and at the end of it, I was just like, you know, I mean, this always happens, right? The barber pulls out the mirror, holds it to the back of your head, and you, you can't do anything. But they could like they, they could carve out a chunk of your brain, and you'd still just be like, mm-hmm, perfect. Yep, exactly what I was looking for, right? Anyway, that was fine. The haircut itself, in terms of the hair, no, I can't even say the hair on my head. The hair on the top of my head that you would traditionally mm-hmm. consider the, the part that would be cut at a haircut, yeah, was fine, and I was happy with it. The part, the part that you asked him to not really touch, right? Uh, the part, the, like, as in, like he he cut my hair, and there came a point where he was finished, he showed me it, and at that point I could have hand, got up, handed him the money, walked away, and I would have felt like it was a normal experience. Okay, you, you, would, not came... be, you would not be talking about it on the podcast right now? No, no, no. Oh, wouldn't, wouldn't have got a look in at all, right? Okay. It was what happened next, right? Because the next thing that he does is goes over to a... Uh, I don't know how to describe it. A small vat i guess like a small almost like a small cauldron like 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 you'd serve soup out of at a cafeteria kind of yeah it, it, yeah like it had a heating element under it right whoa, 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 i had a heating element under it like it was it, it was like a on a hob yeah okay okay so was that not it, a red flag I, I feel like i would have noticed that when i walked in uh do you know what i thought it was initially i thought it was something that was like you know almost like a coffee pot or something would you think it was a Halloween decoration? I don't know. No, it, 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 was, it was incongruous, right? It was, it was only very small. It was about probably the size of like, I don't know, a, a small shoebox, right? Like it wasn't very big. It was just sort of sitting off in a corner. Anyway, he pulls off this thing and he, he dips into this bowl that's on top of the heating element mm-hmm. and pulls out, I guess, on this like spatula thing, a substance with the, with the consistency of like thick, Icing, like chocolate icing, right? Like um, a, a stick, a sticky, thick, syrupy type thing. So wax? Thinking, was it wax? Well, I didn't know, and I was thinking, is this guy about to? Is he having like a sweet treat? Is he gonna? Is he having? Is he gonna? Is he gonna dunk an apple in there right now? <laughs> That's right. Is he gonna lock his jaw together with treacle? And like, I haven't even, I haven't paid. He's gonna sticky fingers. I haven't even paid him for the haircut yet. Dennis, without giving me a word of warning. In the same way that at the end of the haircut, you know, for, for, for blokes or people with short hair at least, they'll, they'll get the, the clippers, sometimes a razor, and they'll shave the back of your neck, right? And they don't say, yeah. oh, I'm going to shave the back of your neck now. They just do it because that's part of a haircut and it's expected and it's not a surprise. That was the energy that this guy brought with this substance as he used the spatula to smear it over my face. Whoa, that was not where I thought, hang on, okay, hold on. <laughs> Uh, and was it very hot? 
It was very hot, Dennis. It had just been taken off of a live heating element. So, some some warning would have been appreciated. I would have, I, did you do it? Because you're not the most socially... You, I don't think you're a send the food back in the restaurant kind of guy a lot of the time. No, but if I if something happens to me that I don't like, I don't just like take it. I'm like, whoa, whoa hang on, hang on, hang on. Like, I don't just go... Oh, you know, I'm gonna let people. I want to know which side of the, of the of the line this was on. We were like, hang on, or we were like, okay, just quietly resign to your fate. I I didn't know what he was doing. Mm. Again, just okay. Again, I'm gonna use the shape of the back of the neck thing. If you're sitting at the barber and they pull out the they pull out the clippers or the razor or something like that, and they go to shave the back of your neck, you don't even have time to react because it's part of the service. And you're like, yep, okay, sure, that's part of it, right? He dipped the spatula in, pulled it up, did that twirly thing, like you know when you take um, a spoonful of honey, yeah, right? so, it so it wouldn't drip, yeah. like so it wouldn't drip, came over to me and just slapped you in the face with it. Just slapped you in the face with it. And it was so hot. And I was like, whoa. And I I said, like, what is this? And he goes, it's wax. I'm like, I didn't ask for a facial, mate. What are you doing? Like, I've never been to a hair... I mean, I lived in Germany for four years. Never had had my face waxed in in a barbershop. I didn't even know they were allowed to do that. So I'm absolutely incredulous. I have no idea. And it's, like, I, I, it's not burning my face, obviously, but it was so hot and so unexpected, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm still recovering from this, right? I'm still, like, getting over the the surprise that I had at this, as this bloke slaps a bunch of hot wax on my face when I hear this clicking sound in my ear, right? This sort of, um, I don't know how you describe it, like a... Uh, a metallic sort of scraping and then clicking. Yeah. And then I feel another heat, right? A much hotter heat around my ear. And I look in the mirror and this guy has pulled out his cigarette lighter, lit it, and was like flashing it across my ear, like from side to side, zigzagging it up and down across my ear, right? As you would, like, as if, I don't know... Um, like a, a spray can trying to trying to kill a yeah. fly, right? To burn my ear hair off. What? And so now my like my nose covered in wax can now smell the disgusting stench of burnt hair coming from my ear. And he goes around to the other side, and I get to watch him for the whole thing. Lights the lighter and just like very quickly moves it back and forth across my ear. Obviously, he's not holding it in place; otherwise, mm. it would have set my head on fire. But he's just like whipping it across my ear. And burning the hair off. So, how do you? Let's imagine you own a barber shop, right? And you want to have ear trimming as part of your the thing you offer, right? Yeah. Not yeah. not that that in of itself is not outrageous, but no. I guess you've already blown the money on the wax cauldron, so you yeah, can't afford can't. to get a pair of ear trimmers. <laughs> Therefore, no. bust your zippo out. It'll do just it'll do fine. I had to like I had to walk away from it. Thinking, he did what I paid him to do. He removed hair from my head, right? Like that is the service that I was looking for. You need to be clear with he your requirements. <laughs> I didn't make the methodology that I was looking for clear. Obviously, right? I should have been more specific. No fire, please, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, the wax thing being ripped off my face, not pleasant. Do not recommend it. Oh, that's horrible. I've had that done before. It's really bad. Yeah, waxing is not fun. Hey, I mean, I don't have a very hairy 
nose or cheeks or like uh, he, he didn't put it in my beard or anything but like he just ripped it off and i was like oh boy and then i told megan about it and she's like did you put anything on your skin i'm like no why and she's like well getting wax will like completely wreck your pores or i don't know do something she's like you need to like he should have put oh oh this is another thing i forgot about this oh my goodness i just remembered after the ear burning after the wax had been ripped off right he then goes over to a um, you know how all like, shops everywhere nowadays they have mm-hmm. the little squirty squeezy bottle thing of hand sanitizer. Yeah, yeah, right. So very very normal. So after this whole thing, my ears still you know feeling lucky to be attached to my head and not burnt to shriveled husks. My my nose and face smarting at this the, the wax being whipped off. I'm thinking, okay, well my ordeal at last has come to an end. <laughs> and he goes over to like sanitize his hands. A um, couple of pumps in the hand, slaps them together. I'm like, okay, yeah, pretty normal. Nope. Came over and just once again, more or less slapped me in the face with his two wet hands that were covered in, not hand sanitizer, aftershave. Oh, I've had that before. It's like, yeah, that, that part is the least weird part of all of them. Dennis, have you ever had your face aftershaved after wax no it's not called after wax now is it holy moly it burnt and it stung and i was going ow oh man this hurts and he's like you know what he said he's like give it a few minutes (laughs) i love this guy he just he didn't tell me about anything like there was a bit of a language barrier you know because my german isn't perfect but i didn't go in with like broken german to the point that like he's like there's no point me talking to him he's not going to stand yeah you could have communicated with you at any point in some he this is oh my god would you like to know the german word for wax is it vax it is it is vax so he could have just said that exactly he could have just said that and i would have known right he could have pointed to the cauldron and gone huh and he could have gone yeah this one hot you know heiss i i yeah this guy a master of his craft, I do have to say. I was uh, my hair, well. Uh, here's the most important thing: Megan likes my haircut, so I was. Oh, so you, I went so away you, from you being like, back? Well, it's going to be an expensive trip all the way to Garmisch Partenkirchen just to get my haircut again. <laughs> but I tell you what, well, but, you know, I went in there, asked for a service, received that service in a method that I didn't think was not even not even one that I didn't ask for, didn't know was possible. I yeah, yeah, yeah. my hair burnt off my head before. So the wax, I was not, I mean, I was surprised about it, especially because it talked to you about it. But that's, that is normal hair maintenance fare. The old zippo in the ear is not something I've ever heard of. I don't think they teach that at barber school. Did he leave his trimmers at home? You know, was he was he just digging around in his pockets? He's like, oh, man, I must have left it on the counter. Oh, well, I've got, I've got my cigarette lighter, so I'll just use that. He looks at he looks at his cigarettes at home. They've all had the ends trimmed off of them, but none of them have <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> They're all just mangled and munched up, of course. Like, oh, yeah, that one. That makes sense. But, it, like, the nonchalance, right, that he did this haircut with, as that was everything, all parts of it were just completely normal. Obviously, this guy, I don't think it was experimental. I don't think I was a test subject. I, I'm reasonably no, confident. I think you got a he, consistent experience with everybody who's ever been to that barbershop or, or will ever go again. I think maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe he's got a nephew who's due to inherit it, and he's like, Grandpa, you got to stop doing the old wax and burn. And he's like, no, I grew up doing the wax and burn. It's the way we've cut hair for generations. No. Dude, this guy was young and hip. He would have, I, I would have. No, I thought this was sure. an old German man who learned how to cut no, hair man. 80 years no, ago. No, dude. No, this was a young, hip, twenty-something-year-old. I said this is the, this barber, this barber shop had the energy of the Artie Donna sketch, right? 
uh, I suppose, you know, yeah, cool, I thought it was cool hats and big beards and like tight t- tight shirts and stuff. No, I was expecting it to be Geppetto from Pinocchio that was cutting your hair, basically. Nah, dude. Nah, it was it was Geppetto's punk. Pinocchio uh, punk it was Punkokio. It was Punkokio. Geppetto's punk grandson, dude. This guy was cool as hell. He had tattoos. He had cool glasses. No, no, no. He was. Maybe look. Maybe he learned them from his grandpa. Maybe he learned these ancient techniques that had been passed down. I don't know. But I've never had my ear hair burnt off, Dennis. And I don't know if I want to have it again. To be honest, my ear hair is not a problem that I've had to really think about. Is this what is called what is referred to as a Turkish barber's? Oh yes, I think it. I think it may have been. Yeah, because I searched "burn" and then the letter "e," and the first autoclip was "burn your hair with lighter." Yes, and it is yep. apparently called Turkish singeing, the easiest way to remove ear hair. And now this guy seems to have a stick he's lit on fire, as opposed to just his lighter. But this is yeah, yeah, and he's just waving it in front of this guy's ear. Uh, this is it. This is a thing. Apparently, I think you went to a Turkish just, barber by accident, which we have quite a few of them now as well. It's very. It's, it is actually very hip. Are they, are they in? Is the Turkish barber in at the moment? The Turkish barber is is definitely in, or at least it was oh, a couple of years ago. I'm not sure if it still is, but it's very much. Whoa. There's a great, um, <laughs> it's a very, there's a famous one in, 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 it's a chain of them, but there's one that just opened up in Dunleary here, <laughs> which has gone for a sort of fusion um, approach to its name. Do you know what it's called? Oh, no, this is, I, I enjoy, I'm going to enjoy this one though. That's good. Yep. It's called Paddy the Turk. <laughs> Turkish barber. Paddy the Turk. Yeah. Paddy the Turk. Yeah. Cultural hybridization, dude. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a brave new world of, of, uh, of globalism, of hybridized cultures from around the world. You love to see it. Paddy the Turk. That's good. Oh, I think you interrupted him. So a Turkish barber is a particular type of barber who typically provides other services on top of traditional men's hairdressing, such as a hot towel shave, beard trimming, or nasal hair wax. Oh dear. No. That's what no, he was trying to do. He was, he was trying to get the, the wax up in my schnoz? Well, you said he put it on your nose and you reacted poorly. Oh, and do you think he's like, this guy's too white? Yeah. <laughs> he's not, <laughs> not going he's, he's gonna, to, he's going to think this, he's going to go and yelp and leave me a one-star review if I put it up his nose because this guy doesn't, this guy wouldn't know a cultural experience if it slapped him across the face. It's like when like, no, this it's, hot, it, like this hot wax. It's like when a white like white people go to like and I say white people. We you and I are both white people go to um like an Indian restaurant or anything that has spice food and have the number of chilies. The yep. the Turkish barber menu has like the wipers. It's just a scissors and then a scissors and clippers and then a scissors and a little flame. And you're like, hold up, why does that one have a flame? At yeah, the end yeah, of? yeah. <laughs> well, look, okay, oh. I, I, I will I will withdraw a lot of my bamboozlement. If I, now that I'm learning that this is actually sort of a, a thing, uh, this is not the only place this happens. I'm still, I still think it's wild for what it's worth, but it I still is think definitely a bit cool. of uh, a bit of forewarning. I think would be, uh, you know, for, for 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 someone who's not used to having the hair burnt off their head, I think that you can come in, as it were, a little hot. If you're just going to wave your cigarette lighter, what are, so what do they use traditionally? Sticks. Well, this guy had like, funnily enough, it looked a lot like one of those big sticks with the circle on the end of it that you use for honey. That he clearly just dipped in paraffin or whatever and lit. Yeah. And then was like, so like a... slapping this guy on the side of the head with it. <laughs> there seems to be, there does seem to be an element of like, not quite violence, but there seems to be an, an element of, um, of, of certainly mild danger when it comes to the old, uh, the, the old Turkish barber there. Haircut and a thrill ride. So review on tur- review on the Turkish style of barbering, Riley. For you or not for you? Uh, I look. I, the thing is, 
The ends justify the means. In all situations, Dennis, that's, a, that's just a, a moral absolute. The, the, you know, no matter, no matter how you get there, it doesn't matter. If the result is, uh, you know, just like you with your engagement, results-oriented thinking, got a great haircut, had to have my ears slightly burnt with a cigarette lighter to get there. Mm-hmm. So perfect, 10 out of 10 experience for me. Riley, there is a Turkish barber in your hometown, which I'm not going to leak on the podcast here, but I found it. You can you can continue this trend when you get home if you want. No, 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 no. I'm, I've I've already got my bar. I've got Caleb. I've got Caleb down at Maruchidor. He'll be looking after me. Don't worry about that. I'll be going back and and receiving uh, flame free haircuts once I return to I Australia. I desperately about hope that. you get back to Australia. You walk in and it's the same guy from Garbage Park Cooking, and he's like, "Hello, Riley," and you're like, "No!" It's <laughs> like <to> surprise. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Have a Listen to This. We do hope you've enjoyed the episode. And hey, if you haven't, doesn't matter. The, the download numbers show up all the same. So whatever, suckers. But if you did enjoy this show, please tell your friends about it. And uh, look, tell people that aren't your friends. Tell acquaintances and even your enemies, again, that downloads show up all the same. Uh, and if you want to support the show, if you really like the show this much, you can uh, support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash have a listen to this. You get access to uh, behind-the-scenes stuff, early, early access to episodes, all sorts of things. Uh, we are definitely in this for the money, not for the love of the game or anything like that. So head over to Patreon and uh, help us get them rookie numbers up. 